For thousands of years, human beings have wondered about entering the afterlife. Do we climb a golden staircase or walk towards a light? Is it a vast, expansive paradise or just an endless, meaningless void? Turns out it's none of those things. It's just me, waiting with my clipboard, ready to collect three questions for God. This is God Only Knows, a brand new podcast that kills its guests before they even get to say a word, only to meet them as they step out of the eternal elevator and submit their three questions to God, whoever or whatever he, she or it may be to them. Joining me straight out of the eternal elevator is Ori Styler. Hello, hey, Ori. How are you doing, man? You all right? I'm very well, thank you. Now, before we can submit your questions, mm-hmm. uh, we need to fill out our kind of heavenly profile. Okay. Uh, so I need a few details. Your full name, please. Uh, is Ori Styler. Is that it? Yeah. Ori is Ori Styler is Styler. Nothing else. Yeah. I have a I have a, an additional name, but oh. it's not my performance name. Do you want the real, real yeah, one? Yeah, go on. Why Ori not? Lloyd Green. Yeah. So Styler's not the, it's nah, not the family name. Styler was, um, I used to do music back in the day and it was like my nickname then. So I just oh, kept really? that on my comedy as well. Oh, so, yeah. nice. Uh, and your occupation? Stand-up comedian and presenter. Very nice. And any notable achievements? Um, currently on tour. Uh, this will be my third um, self-produced hour tour. Mm. Um, I don't know. Achievements is weird. Uh you get to a point where you do something, you go, okay, I've done that. And then you go, all right, what's the next thing? And you yeah. forget, you've actually done quite a few bits before. Yeah. Wow. And the tour at the minute is called? Uh, it's Just Like That. Just Like That. And yeah. that's still ongoing? That's going to the end of the year? Uh, we've got four, sorry, I did one more, one more date. So we've got five more dates to go. Two, two in London, Birmingham, Cardiff, and then Dubai. So yeah. There we go. So people can catch you on tour. Yeah. Now, um, how are you feeling about this? Is death something you think about a lot? Uh, I think when I hit like 30... All the time, mm. it's really, it's really dark. I say that, but I don't mean it from a, from a morbid angle. Like, oh, I'm worried about it because it's going to happen soon. But more mm. so, life after death, and um, because uh, the older you get, the more chance of you having friends that you've not, that are not here no more. You mm. just wonder where they're at, what's like where their spirit's gone, and um, just the transition between that time when you take your last breath to what happens next so yeah that kind of that kind of hits my head you get a lift and some Irish fellow meets you with a clipboard <laughs> this is exactly it I've answered it there you go you can stop worrying right. about it oh I'm good now <laughs> <laughs> now first things first it's not the most comfortable thing I say it every time but we do need to find out what brought you here so are you ready for the spinning wheel of death okay oh man <laughs> so, so we've got a lot of options up here as you can see hit by crushed by uh, hit by a cheesecake on the M6 tour how solid was that cheesecake? Well, I know, right? No, I knew you were a touring comedian. You did say you were going to Birmingham, didn't you? Oh, no, don't do that. Oh, no. no. Don't do that. Oh, no, that could be the first prophetic. <laughs> oh, it could be the man. first one that actually really works I'm, out. I'm going Birmingham. I'm avoiding the toll. Don't take the toll. I'm don't take the toll. I'm going to regular M6. Do you drive? Yes. Do you? And, and when you're touring, is that is that part of the deal? You drive yourself, you get yourself. Yeah. That that must be interesting. Is that, do you bring other people? Are you on your own? So uh, on my when we're touring, it's one of our tours. Uh, me and my team will go together. Okay. Um, Normally, about, it's about four of us. At least if there was a cheesecake, there's a oh, good chance I might hit one of the others before it gets to you. <laughs> That's the main I just thing. thought our cheesecake's going to kill me on do the Do you even M6. like cheesecake? Oh, I do like cheesecake. Okay. Would you pick it? If it was on a menu, is cheesecake your choice? Is it your Not dessert? first. It's, it's probably top three. Okay. You might have been put off for life now. <laughs> After seeing that, my prophecy. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I love that it's suddenly become a prophecy just because I said it. <laughs> yeah, it seems, yeah, wow. 
So I'm, I came into this elevator now because of cheesecake. Because of cheesecake on the M6 tour. I mean, it's not something you're going to want on short tour, is it? I mean, nah, it's not nah. what... <laughs> nah, all my gravestone, I yeah. nah, that's just not cool. No, it's not the way to go. <laughs> I feel like with your name as well, Ori Styler yeah. shouldn't get killed by a cheesecake on no the M6 way, tour. No way, it's a lot more epic than, than <laughs> yeah, cheesecake. No, I need a lot more epic. Sorry. Yeah, that's all right. We filled you before we've even started. So, Ori, let's get started with your first question for God. Okay. Um, my first question is, uh, God, why did you make sex so fun? Oh. Yeah. Okay, now let's 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 take a <laughs> step back. Uh, who is God? When, you, when you're imagining this exercise, when you're kind of thinking about who you're going to be asking these questions to, mm-hmm. who is that? I was raised in a, a Pentecostal church. So, uh, mine is... is um, is God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, mm. uh, the Holy Trinity. Um, that would be, that's where my faith lies. So mm. Christianity. Mm. And, and I would guess the, the archetype of a, Christian, uh, a Christianity-based God. Yeah. Mm. And so when you think about that um, God the Father character, yeah. that one part of the Trinity, what do you see? What are you looking at? I try not to, to try create a character in my head, if, okay. if, I'm, say, uh, if I'm honest. Because I know... So, you know, you see a picture of, of Jesus. Mm. We were, in my church, we were raised to believe you, you, there isn't an actual picture that you should really follow. Okay. Um, the idea of how he looks like or what he looks like, yeah. if you put that into a character, like, for example, um, you often see kind of this this Anglo long-haired Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which, yeah. which fella in sandals. That's yeah, what we're talking exactly, about, right? Yeah, yeah <laughs> like very, very what they have in South Park and yeah, Family yeah, Guy, yeah, yeah. right? And that's just not what Jesus would have looked like mm. if he was born where he was born, mm. raised where he was raised. So mm. we just ignore kind of an image, but it's more knowing the the story of who he was. Mm. So you get this chance to submit these questions and you say, why did you make sex so much fun? Yes. So I guess you grew up in a church. I did. So you may have been around, I guess sex would have been an interesting topic in your church. What, how was sex talked about? It's one of those ones that they would say, they talk about a very open. Pentecostal churches were very much a church where uh, nothing is out of the conversation mm. and it's not anything that's a taboo it's let's have a conversation about it and mm. then let's look at what the rules are if you want to look at what rules are mm. in, itself, in itself and um, sex was something that you would discuss but it'd be very much shouldn't be doing it before marriage okay um, then you get older <laughs> you get puberty and, and your body says no 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 uh, actually maybe if you give this a try yeah. you might realise that it, it, it is a lot of fun and yeah. it's enjoyable and then you start to question wow was there, I mean if it's supposed to be something I'm not supposed to do why is it so enjoyable or fun mm. temptation is probably the answer for that if you can resist temptation it does build character as well as um, if it's something that is considered as uh, fun it should be under the constraints of marriage because you shouldn't just be sleeping with absolutely anybody. Mm. So it would always, it'd be a discussion that we'd have. Mm. The language is interesting, though, because some of that language you talk about is language I recognise. Mm. I grew up in the church, uh, uh, in a Christian church, so I guess some of that language is... Uh, words like constraints. Yeah. That's a really fascinating word for marriage, isn't it? Like, that's a really... And I guess there's been a bit of a pushback against what would now be termed purity culture. That yeah, sense definitely. of being pure is not having sex outside of the constraints of marriage. Yeah. And I... I, I I, I'm somebody now. Uh, I'm very liberal in my way of thinking. If you don't, the constraints of marriage. I think uh, we think of marriages as, as you know, in a church mm. or uh, at a registrar, getting married. You and that person, uh, you say your vows, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now I'm, even though I still believe that is, that's the wedding. Mm. Marriage in itself, 
to whoever you are because there are many people from different cultures and backgrounds that marry differently mm. marriage is more so just the the i think the idea of the union between you and that person mm. that you're getting married with how you celebrate it or commemorate it is down to you down to your faith or your culture mm. but marriage uh to me is so different compared to what i thought when i was younger in my eyes it was only the kind of the christian marriage mm. even though i knew other races and cultures did get married i knew that the way that we got married in 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 our church that was marriage and anyone who does anything that's similar to that, that would be the marriage that you, that you do. And mm. within that, then you can start having sex, having mm. fun, doing all that crazy stuff. But I'm now seeing that the older we get and the more liberal society becomes, there are people in long-term relationships where it may as well be a marriage by our standards and measurement mm. because of how much commitment they've put to each other mm. and um, the life they've built with each other. The only thing they haven't done is... Uh, said the vows that what we spend 30 grand on a party exactly <laughs> and commemorate it in, in a way that what I would say is the constraints yeah. of marriage or to create yeah. the constraints yeah, of marriage yeah 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 so growing up in that culture and in that environment yeah. sex is this kind of you don't do it before marriage yeah you, I mean and, and I'm not silly I know people in my church was 100% you're not, you're not supposed to hmm. but there were there were those who, who yeah hmm. so <laughs> and what what does that what does that do then to sex? What does it what does it do to your attitude around it or your understanding of it? If it's made this taboo, if it's made this kind of you don't do that. All right, here's, <laughs> here's a fun fact. Anytime I'd done it, because of my faith or, or the idea of my faith um, of not having sex before marriage, I always <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. <clears throat> Anytime I had sex, um, afterwards, I would go, all right, something bad has to happen to make up for the fact I just did that last night. So getting a parking ticket or something. I would so I'd always notice the bad thing that's going to happen the next day. Wow. Yeah, so what I would literally, I would, I'd be in the moment and go, shouldn't be doing this, but I'm doing it. All right, whatever. If I get, if I get three points in my license because I sped... It is what it is. <laughs> that, wow. I always used to think, it made me think that, like I'm, yeah. I, I'm due a punishment now. Oh, and that's really unhealthy. <laughs> no. Oh my goodness. It, no, I, and it really it did have a big effect on my sex life. It's bad that, isn't it? I know, and this is the first I, time what? I've ever verbalized this. But I know I've I've known it since I was about 18, 19 years old. I guess one of the things that that, that purity culture, like we've already talked about, purity culture tries to do is it it feels like it's trying to save people from something. Yes. But actually what it did for you, it sounds like is it gave you an unhealthier relationship with sex yes. than you should have had and <laughs> an unhealthier relationship with God than you should have had. Yes. Because God becomes this kind of watching kind of I'll get you in the morning <laughs> and also you're thinking about what's happening. Which yeah, is this, I see you, Ori, but tomorrow. Yeah, right? It's like that. It's like it's kind yeah. of this like don't don't you worry, I'll deal with you later which then totally brings those things together which is probably why for so long the church's obsession with sex has been so damaging yeah it's um from that angle it, yeah it's, and but because of just how I'm, my faith is i'm still not going to sit here and go look at what you're doing to me in the cupboard going to mm. say you're wrong for that it's not the case i know that um i many a times that i have i didn't have to go there because it's i've just had an itch and gone mm, i need a scratch mm. but yeah, there are many times where even when I've been in a relationship, there's a part of me going, I don't, like, let me spread out the quota. So I can't handle this many parking tickets. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's bad, isn't it? Uh, I, I, but I just think, I think it's really great to hear verbalised. <laughs> so what, is, what does God say? <sighs> I think the reason why it's so much fun is nothing to do with, with faith and temptation hmm. um, and trying to test us. It's literally 
the world needs to keep going. If it wasn't fun, some people would go, oh, I'm all right with it. And about a third of this world wouldn't be around because of the case. That's probably why. Interesting. Best answer I could give for that. I like it. I like it. <laughs> and uh, traffic wardens out there, if you see Ori, <laughs> just give him a break. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't need any more. I just no cover, but it was a good night, man. You don't have to try and ruin no it. No more parking tickets, please, please. <laughs>Oh, tell me about it. What's your what's your first of all? What's your console? Is that the right language? Yeah. I'm going to sound like my granda here. No, I'm, right. going to be like, I'm going to be such <laughs> like a 90 year old. Tell me what video console <laughs> you're using, young man. Does so it... I'm, I'm one of the, my favorite consoles um, is my Switch and my Xbox oh, One X. Okay. I do have a PS4, but that's purely because there are games are exclusive on the PS4. Sorry, Sony. I'll still take one if you want to send me one. Or he's <laughs> not interested. He's nah. not fussed. Um, <laughs> did have you always been into it? Would you? What was your first? Oh, man. What was your first console? Oh, well, Master System oh. came out in 1986, I believe. Yeah. I bought it in 87. The first game console I had was a Master System. So I had it when it was a few years old, yeah. but nonetheless, it was my first one. Was the Mega Drive out yet? Were you nah. No, so it was pre-Mega Drive. Pre-Mega Drive, yeah. Mega yeah. Drive would have been 91, I believe. Yeah. Mega Drive 91. Yeah. Mega Drive, I think, is 1991. Okay. Because that's when Sonic the Hedgehog on that came out. Sonic the Hedgehog also came out on the Master System, but it was like a downgraded version. Yeah. Gaming for me. My mum my mum is um she ran a, a business which taught people how to um build up um their skills, their computer tri- um skills. Okay. In like the early, early nineties. So wow. she was very much tech savvy then and then yeah. raised her son that way. So I've I had a master system, I did have a mega drive as well. I went up to a had a PlayStation The original bet- grey. The, the grey one with the two buttons, yeah. Yep. I also, in between that, had a, a, a Philips CD, CDI. It was terrible. Oh, really? Yeah, it was one of the ones that you... Uh, it was terrible. I'm going to go... Amiga CD32. Oh, my, you're showing your age now. I had one of those. Seriously? Uh-huh, I had an Amiga CD32. Wow. Yeah, you couldn't play anything on it. It basically had an encyclopedia and, yeah. you know, some sort of air, you know, aircraft simulator. What kind of games are you into? Is there, do you have a specific or you play across the... Um, so, I'm not a massive fan of RPGs, but those are the most popular ones now. Okay. Um, when it comes to... Uh, single player games uh, I do like action long campaign action games um, open world and sandbox games and um, if it's racing games it has to be racing games which are outrageous so I don't like Conor McRae ra- Rally yeah, it has yeah, to yeah. be like Mario Kart okay. Grip Roll Cage it has yeah. to be games where you, you could not drive like that in real life uh, what else? Um, and what about sporting games? Do you do the kind of the Fifas? The nah, no, see, none of that. Let me tell. Let me tell FIFA players right now. Yeah, oh, this no, is I a really bite. was hoping for some free FIFA as well. He's going to really ruin this. Listen, <laughs> if you was hoping for some free FIFA, I apologize. <laughs> you, might, you might not want to put this one out there. Yeah, <laughs> for those who play FIFA and call themselves gamers, but that's the only game you play because you buy it every year. You are not a gamer. I'm throwing that one out there right. Oh, now. do you know what? That is going to be the most controversial thing on this series. Yes. Not even this episode. Now, nah, did you know what? people that play FIFA? Great for them. I can't. St- I, <laughs> I love watching football. I yeah. can't stand playing FIFA. It's playing okay. a game that, as much as I like, if I play a game, I have to do something which is a real out of out of body, out of reality experience. Yeah. It has to be. If, it's, if it was FIFA, yeah. but you could, 
you could fly and punch up everybody at the same time and do some crazy stuff. Okay. I'd enjoy it, but nah. So you said about the racing games. Yes. So because you, you said you won't play anything, you won't play like Colin McRae or, or like an F1 game because that's realistic. Too realistic, it has to yeah. be out there. What is it about? So for you, gaming is escapism. There's a part of it is escapism. Um, I get really invested in the characters. It's really interesting because I guess the modern um, thinking around gaming is that it's all about online. It's all about playing with others. It's all about mm. community. All that. For you, it seems like your gaming is very much for you. For me, it's definitely. You, it's your thing. It's something you do on your own. Me and all, all with my friends. Yeah. Love a Street Fighter game. Mm. I will sit there for hours with my friends, mm. being able to banter with my friends and that intensity when mm. I can, when you're almost close yeah. between who wins and you get up and you, you start shouting. Yeah. I love that experience. Yeah. Online takes that away from me. Even if you've got headset, headsets on, you're shouting at the other person, yeah. takes that away from me. Which is interesting because a lot of your comedy, you talked about um, some of your viral videos and stuff like that. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of your audience is your online audience. So you spend a yeah. lot of time engaging an online audience. I do. I do. But, I, but one thing I do is um, I engage with them without having to provide the comedy that they, that they would want to see online. Mm. So I would rather engage with them from an angle where it's just me being myself. Mm. And then when they come out and see me, that's when they see the, the, the performance. Yeah, okay. So some people put up loads and loads of videos online. Yeah. Um, and that's their platform. I feel that it's it's an effective platform in this day and age because people's attention spans and willingness to get out of their house mm. are much lower mm. on both fronts. But when it comes to that live performance where you can go to an auditorium and watch the comedy you watched online, but then feel the people next to you laughing mm. and see see the rawness of the of the of the mm. performer rather than being able to rewind something, watch it again, and hear it verbatim and mm. go, "Oh wow, mm. it's it's what I heard a second mm. ago." hearing a performer maybe perform something totally different yeah. or slip yeah. up, pull yeah. himself back, yeah. freestyle, nothing like it. So, yeah. So you say to God, what's your game? What do, I, you think, what do you think the game is? It's hard. There are so many games where you get to <laughs> stuff. The easy answer is SimCity or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, in some people's understanding, they're playing is, an amazing game already, God, right? He's go. got, they've got some sort of crazy game going on already. You don't need to be, uh, you don't need to be adding some sort of console into is that. It, his yeah. game's called Earth. Well, imagine, he, imagine God just goes, you. There you go. There you go. And I wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised. In fact, he's playing as me to come back to myself, to, doubt, to himself. So literally, I'm here because he, he's the one who threw the cheesecake. Oh, he's gone fully 360. He's gone meta. Go. He's gone Inception on us. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, you've got one question left. Uh, make it a good one. What's your last question for God? All right, my last question to God. Um, why did you make our brain so fragile? And I don't mean just physically, I also mean uh, mentally. Um, have you experienced the fragility of your brain? Preliminary stages um, of it. So I went through a spate over the past three years of um, trying to be successful by by delving into not just my stand-up, but also the uh, producing side of my, of my uh, abilities. And that was basically me putting on tours, shows, a massive weekend. I put on two of those back to back. Um, 
And at the time, what I didn't realize is I was equating my, my self-worth to my net worth. So the more money I'll be trying to make, the more successful I am, the more I can go, yep, look at me, I'm doing well. When in mm. fact, it wasn't really what I was happy doing. What I was happy doing is comedy. I love comedy through and through. I can, you always know what you're happy doing when you could do it for free and it doesn't phase you, you didn't get paid to do it. Mm. If you could enjoy it without seeing any money come in. Yes, money comes in, it's great. Mm. But you can actually say, yeah, I'll do that. And it means nothing to you that you've either spent money to go there or you didn't get anything. Mm. These weekenders and these events, some of them were making a lot of money and then you uh, got to the events that didn't. So the weekender, I lost for two of them, probably somewhere north of 37,000 pounds wow. for putting two of them together. Yeah. And it, this is money that was that I had, money yeah. also that I didn't have. So yeah. we're talking about savings for yeah. putting to, to, towards a house and to set up family in my domestic life. And I'm going, do you know what would be good? If let me invest this money into a project that I know if I get this right and I do it every year, I could see easily a big chunk, five figures every year coming mm. into my account because this is a yearly event. Mm. First two did really well um, on the front, but when it came to the admin side, because it was all on me, uh, it really knocked me back. Mm. The, set, the first time we did it, it was like, it knocked me back, but I was like, I can recover from this, mm. but it's a lost leader. Let's do the next one and we'll recover the money back. And we lost more the second wow. time around. So uh, even though the event was good, people enjoyed themselves. It was one of those ones that we had a good time, but um, the, it wasn't making sense financially for me because it was, even though Comedy Mania was building up to something fantastic, what the, the cost of that, it was me, Ori style of fit, uh, footing the bill. Mm. So yeah, I went for a bad stage, um, started to, my relationships with my people, uh, my partner at the time, my mom, my, my dad, started to break down because all I could think about is, okay, I've got business loan, credit card loans, sorry, credit cards, um, that I need to pay off and also just other bits of debt that I need to clear. Mm. And I felt like no matter how hard I worked, I was in a place where I'm working stupid, like stupidly hard just to pay off stuff because I failed in other things. And that's when I had to kind of reevaluate what is important to me. Um, I could have gone down a lot darker route. Mm. And luckily I didn't. It got to a point where I pulled myself up and started talking to the right people around me mm. to um, remind me that, yo, it's not about how much money you make. It's actually are you happy? Mm. And what does that mean when to answer the question, are you happy? Um, and also I started to notice when I did reach out to a few people that they didn't take it seriously. One, because I'm a, uh, I'm a comedian. Mm. In their eyes, you're always happy, you're always upbeat. And two, because I'm a man. Men's mental health is, is shrugged off so much more than we realise. Men's uh, mental health goes under the radar. The idea of a man needing to man up mm. is a phrase that we, that we stick by as if that is that is it's an it's a it's a measure of a man to not be or show emotions mm. or be emotional rather um whereas actually it's probably a braver thing to be able to express these emotions that you're having and then try to tackle them mm. and that's the journey i kind of went through for mm. the past few months got out the other end of it put myself first all that money that i invested or lost if i'd lost it on myself mm. whatever i would have been with that money lost my profile would have been so much bigger mm. because it would have been me I invested in. Mm. That didn't happen. It was literally comedy mania grew bigger, but I kept footing the bill and I saw nothing from it. So I said, now nah, take comedy mania out of this, put it on pause, still own the brand and the company is still mine. We'll still put on things maybe once a year rather than 40 events a year mm. that we was doing. And let me just focus on myself. The mm. moment I did that, even though there was nothing that was actually happening, 
at the time, this was before the tour kicked off, the moment I did that, it's almost like everything for some reason fell in place. Mm. I was cancelling all my events that I had scheduled in at different venues, saying, look, this is the event we were going to sell, not going to sell it no more, refunded tickets mm. to a couple of them, uh, saying, hey, guys, uh, due to unforeseen circumstances, but we gave them money back and comp tickets. Everybody was fine with that. Mm. And we said, all right, boom, let's focus on Ori Styler, the brand, as I should have been doing in the first place and see what happens before any events kicked off. Everything just fell into place. Mm. And that wasn't just because um, I made a, a business decision um, or even a brand positioning decision on where I'm putting myself in terms of the priorities of the things I do. It was more so because my state of mind at that time was we've rechanged the focus. Mm. This is what we're now looking at. Mm. My mind was in a better place. My team were able to see that and go, let's roll with this. Mm. And yeah, one of the best decisions I could ever make mm. in the past few years. So you you refocus. Yes. You figure out what you're here for. Mm -hmm. And then you start to move forward in that. What helped you, because you talked about pulling yourself up and, and talking to the right people. What was it about talking to the right people that, that really helped? Because men's mental health, like you say, is often overlooked. I think it's starting to come into the light a bit more now. Yeah. But, but what helped? So um, some of my friends that I that I don't get to see all the time or speak to all the time, some of those ones are the are the ones that you should tap into because they're mm. the ones who are rooting in your corner. Mm. They got other things, family life going on that they can't always be in your face talking to you mm. or come to every event you do. But those some of those ones that I kind of not avoided, but I I kind of put aside to say, oh, they'll find they don't want to hear my problems. Mm. Those are the ones I kind of reached out to, and mm. it surprised me just how insightful and wise some of these people were during a time that I was going through some rough stuff. On the other side as well, some of my friends who always, I've got friends that are around me, that I know that are around me or like to keep in contact with me because of who I am as Ori style of the brand. Some of those people I had to get rid of mm. from being so close to me because me offloading onto them did absolutely nothing. Because mm. as soon as I offloaded onto them, I felt, all right, I've spoken. And all I'm getting back is, generic responses, mm. um, false compassion mm. from people that actually don't care because in their eyes, either they got stuff going on, which is fine, or for them it's like, I don't want to see you as the person that's struggling. I actually mm. would rather see you as the fact that the guy that I know is actually doing really, really well. Yeah. And knowing that that was the case with some of these people was, was great for me to see and not feel bitter about it, but no, mm. get that energy away from you and just focus on those who are trying to help you get up. Mm. And at this point, those people that were trying to help really did mm. the same way. And I know that if it was the other way around, I would have done the same for mm. those. So you you invest in the two events, a lot of money, tens of thousands of pounds. Mm -hmm. Are you able to look at that now and go, what I learned from it was worth it? Not yet. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, I can do. My mum always says this, you needed to do something like that so you know you could or couldn't do it. The mm. fact you did do it was well, was great the fact you would know how to do it different so you wouldn't lose money is even better. But the fact that you know that you don't want to do it again is probably the best thing you could learn. Mm. So I'm happy that I did it and now I've come out the other end and gone, now I know, not my thing to do. Mm. Those lessons can be expensive. Very expensive. But you use the word <laughs> invest a lot and I love the word invest because mm. actually I wonder if that money was an investment for you to figure out who you are and what you're doing. Because if yeah. those had done all right, if they'd broken even, if they'd made a bit of money, you could have kept going down that road. Not realizing that actually this road, is not I for guess. me, yeah. Yeah. If I, that's that's a very good way of looking at it. I didn't think of it that way. If I did, if it was successful and I thought, well, this is working, I could have easily, um, I could have easily put my comedy career on a, on a, on a, back, bur on mm. a back burner and basically gone, 
heavier onto how do I make this bigger and bigger mm. and bigger? And one day done one so big, and the loss of that could have been in the in the six figures mm. rather than the five. Mm. So yeah, it's good that it stopped now, and I can recoup the money up. It's not a problem. Mm. It's just going to take a little time, mm. or I say it's going to. It, it has taken mm. a little time, but it's just. Um, it's a shame that the, the lesson is so expensive. <laughs> There's a lot it of money. Really <laughs> so you, yeah. you get the right people around you. Mm -hmm. You get rid of some of the people around you who shouldn't be around you. Yeah. And you figure out what it is you're about and where you're going. And it, that helps you manage the fragility of your brain. It's a day-by-day -day journey, but it, 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 is, it is a lot mm. of um, self-focusing and reevaluating every day. Am I good? Am I not good? And do I need to think about who's around me today. Ori, thanks so much for being on this podcast. Thank you. Um, it really has been such a pleasure to talk to you. And I really do hope people go and find your tickets and find your website and yes, go please. on the tour and do all those things. It's almost time to return you to the land of the living. But before I do, um, is there anything you think God would ask you? That's a very good question. Um... I think he would, if there was a question he'd ask me, is do you think what you're doing makes me happy? <laughs> what would you say? Ah, oh, man. Um, I'd say it's, I'd say, I'd say yes. Because I don't, i say yes. I think what I'm doing makes him happy in terms of my life decisions as a comedian, my, my career decisions. Um... I'd say there's some things he'd say no, but I also think he'd know that I'm working on them. Well, that is it for this episode. The good news, Ori, is that the cheesecake wasn't fatal. <laughs> happy about that? I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm back. Good. And also, you managed to catch it because you've even managed to get a discount on the tool. So you've obviously traded some cheesecake for that, whatever it is, 650 or whatever it is these days. I think I'm put off cheesecake now, though, because it gave me a close to death experience. <laughs> Listen, thank you very much again. It really has been a pleasure. I'll be back next time to kill off another guest and find out what they want to know on God Only Knows. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.